Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. Obviously, I'm friends with all, everybody around here. So one of the security people, you give them a badge, right? And they're big, oh, yeah. big shot. How about that? Guy was bragging to me one night. He's like, I denied John Cornish getting into Ryderville. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Who cares if he wants to cut the line? Let him in. What the hell? I'm still mad about that eight years later. Like, what what are you doing? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to a brand new week on the old RP Show. I'm going to ring the bell. Yeah, do it. We got uh, some breaking news as it pertains to us, which we'll get to in a moment. This is... Canada's daytime sports talk show, and we're coming at you from the bunker here in Western Canada. It's episode number 515, and producer Clark's really outdone himself today. I'm excited to chat with these guys. Coming up, Stanley Cup champion Brent Sopel of the Chicago Blackhawks, longtime friend of ours, Saskatoon kid Brent Sopel will be joining us from, I'm sure, Clearwater, Florida. Can we check on that, Clark, where he's going to be? Or maybe you know. That's where he's hanging his hat these days. Courtney Stephen is one of the many CFLers that has announced his retirement over the last little while. Hamilton Ticats, great. Courtney Stephen's going to be joining us from the GTA to talk about his career, his decision, life after football, and uh, maybe a bit on this CFL season, which he won't be a part of. And the television voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Dave Randorf, will be joining us uh, later on coming up in hour two. So that's a big guest list. Before we get to the quick six show topics, I, we have this tiny little monitor working here, so I, I'm hoping I can see this. I said to Darren, the big time mucky muck network TV shows have everything scripted down to the second, right? <laughs> we do not. So what did uh, I say, no. Clark? We're going to do the Great Western photo album first, and then we'll do the breaking news that we have. Does that work for you, Moose? Right. Oh, oh, yeah. And a T-shirt that we have on sale. Okay. So we've got a lot of things to get to today on this Monday. So we are. Okay. Let's go with the uh, Great Western Brewing Company summer photo album. This was my weekend. Ooh. Some of it. This was Saturday night at the Kings Park Motor Speedway. I was out there with Dumbalicious, and we just had a big old time. You know how much I love that, right? Oh, yeah. In Canadian terms, it was like 29 degrees and sunny. American terms, high 80s. What else did I do this weekend? What else you got? That was Big Bird in front of the legislature. Dumbalicious and I went for a walk around the lake on Saturday. That's two provincial icons right there. I love that. And you got good reaction on it, too, did on I ever. social. My Jeep and the provincial legislature, two iconic Saskatchewan images. That was my nephew's flag football game nice. on Saturday. And I did a 360 on my Instagram store. If you saw that, I'm like, how can thousands of kids gather to play flag football, but the CFL can't get together for the Riders and the Bombers? Please tell me. But that's neither here nor there. Those are my three from the Great Western Brewing Company uh, photo album. What do you got, Moose? Did you put some photos on? I did not. Um, but Amanda apparently Amanda has. did. This is a video. Okay. So she was doing the, uh, the summer thing. That was cool. Um, that looks like great Western beer. We'll just call it that. And uh, <laughs> right away we go. No, I uh, and Bob's your uncle. As you know, I spent and I didn't get any photos of it. I spent my weekend in front of the computer and on the phone and on the lake and on the lake. I actually kayaking. I kayaking. Yeah, I uh, I didn't send it this morning to Clark, but I was uh, I went on the lake and that's my happy place where I calm, clear my mind. Oh, and I I was looking forward to seeing a photo of that. And uh, I put one up. I went on, uh, actually, in the evening. I did a midnight paddle right out in front of the, the ledge. So maybe, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to get. 
I'm going to get that to Clark, and we'll maybe post that photo later. So uh, this is the RP Show Summer Photo Album presented by Great Western Brewing Company. And we ask you to please share with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the program every Monday morning using the hashtags RP Show or GW Beer Summer. Great Western Lager is the new great-tasting beer to enjoy this summer. Locally made, get your Great Western Lager at a store near you. Uh, this is the warm-up, by the way, for E-Cold Electric. We'll get to our quick six, so just hang on, Jordan. We do have breaking news today, and you're the guy that's behind this. This goes back to Friday. You did the details all this weekend, and now we have news to announce for this show this week. Over to you, Moose. Uh, yeah, the big news this week is that we're going to Montreal. Ta-da! How about that? How about that? This might even be news for some guys around here because we've been so busy this morning that we didn't even yeah. get to really sit down and tell everybody. I, I know Clark uh, is aware and Paul and, and all that, but uh, we are taking our show on the road. And so we're to the Stanley Cup to final. To the Stanley Cup final. So uh, we're going to leave Wednesday and uh, we're going to do a couple of uh, special little shows in Montreal. Not little shows in Montreal, but Thursday and Friday we'll be on the air from, uh, from the Stanley Cup finals. How cool is that? Uh, I'm excited. And Game Plus is behind that, I understand. That's right. So thanks to the guys uh, down in Toronto as we get ready to go to the Stanley Cup final. Not the first time that I've been at the Stanley Cup final, but the first time that I've been on air. That's so that's be, pretty exciting. It's going to be so cool. Uh, let's jump into the quick six show topics, please, uh, Director Jordan. We'll take care of the rest of the business later. Cool? Let's but yes, it. live Thursday, Friday from Montreal, downtown Montreal, in advance of Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. We will be there live. Number one. Oh, how about that? Game one tonight, Stanley Cup Final, Montreal at Tampa Bay, 6 p.m. Mountain Faceoff. Let's get it rolling with our predictions for the series. And I don't just mean ours here in the bunker, but yours out there in TV land. You can tweet us. You can write in. How many, who's going to win and how many games? And it was a very easy poll question that I came up with this morning as I was sitting in the steam room. How many games will this final go? How many games? Four games, five games, six or seven. Last I saw for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, it was a runaway. Six games, 57% saying on Twitter. And I'm saying Montreal in six. That's my prediction. What's yours? Seven. It's going seven. Montreal in seven. Wow. Um, First of all, we're on the Habs bandwagon now. I, I am. <laughs> and I tweeted, my dad's a Montreal fan. He tried forever to get me. I even got this Montreal Canadiens shirt with a four on the back for my fourth birthday. Mm-hmm. But I became a Leafs fan. So I said, 34 years later, Dad, um, I'm finally a Habs fan for, for 10 days anyways. But you know what? I think Tampa's going to get out to a quick start, just like Vegas, just like you know um, yeah, yeah, Toronto yeah. did. But... Montreal's going to come back. The longer the series goes, seven games. That's a real Team of Destiny Cinderella thing there. I got Montreal in six. Moose has Montreal in seven. Again, I'd like to know what you folks think, you people that are following the Stanley Cup final. Uh, Sean in Vancouver, happy Monday, guys, from scorching Vancouver. Have fun in Montreal, guys. Habs in six. Trent in Norway, where it's currently 6.07 p.m. Norway calling. I predict a seven-game series with the Canadians winning it. Defense wins championships, and I also predict they will get enough goals so Carey Price can hold the fort. Great to hear the show is going on the road for the Stanley Cup Finals. Stay safe, everyone. We'll be talking more about this series later on with Brent Sopel and Dave Randorf, so let's move on. Point two. Sorry. What do you got? Bob just checked in. Bob Bob. Marier, what's he saying, Bobby? (laughs) Your boys will be welcome in Montreal. Merci, my friend. Bob Marier is... uh, 
anointed himself the producer for those two days, <laughs> and I'm cool with that. I know. Bobby, he's already got Chris Knuckles' nylon lineup. He's working on it. Bob Marier, the sober coats to the stars. I can't wait to get out there and see you, Bobby. It's just going to be it's just going to be fantastic. So, to point to Vladdy way out in front of All Star voting, can you believe it? Which shouldn't surprise anybody. Leading the majors in in uh, home runs, leading the majors in RBIs. He's got a two hundred thousand vote lead. Who's number two, Clark? Did you see? Uh oh, Acuna, Ronald Acuna. Oh yeah. So who the hell's he? <laughs> He's pretty good. So well, yeah, but Vladdy, man, they Vladdy. smoked Baltimore yesterday. They are the slump busters, the Orioles, that hopefully the Blue Jays don't look back. But uh, we're rolling towards the Midsummer Classic, and Vladdy is way out in front, and apparently all of North America, or maybe even the world's noticing. Who votes on this? The whole world? Oh, yeah. You can vote. I can vote. But apparently we don't need to. No, we don't need to. So CFL training camps are to open July 2nd as I move to point, uh, sorry, July 10th as I move to point three here. And there's a couple notes. I've just been doing a little reading this weekend, and our good friend Ed Tate from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers website Hall of Fame writer there in Winnipeg. Guess most how many games Zach Caleros has started in a Winnipeg Blue Bomber uniform. And I'll wait. Just guess. <laughs> I know. Uh, like less than 30. Four! What? <laughs> what? Four games. I just hit puberty with my voice. There. I know. I think everybody did. That? So I was reading Ed's column on the Winnipeg Blue Bomber website, first and 10. And he's like, Zach Claros has only started four games. I'm like, but he's been there two years. I just took one on the chin. I just took one on the I'm chin. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do no, that. No, but to like you like that. I'm just like, so I just, we, there's going to be a lot of that. We need a lot of CFL discussion on this program to get people acclimated to what's going to come down the pipe here with the Canadian football. League. Yes, Zach Caleros is going to be in training camp with the Blue Bombers, their number one quarterback. Buck Pierce is their offensive coordinator. And, just one small storyline and an ocean of storylines in the Canadian Football League. And furthermore, another one, did you see the betting favorite right now to be the most outstanding player in the Canadian Football League in 2021 is my guy, Cody Fajardo. And isn't it funny that that just randomly came up on Friday? Who, would, who do you think will be the most outstanding player? I know. And I said Cody, you said Trevor Harris, and the odds makers are going with Cody Fajardo. So how about that? That's pretty good pretty good i mean i just love that guy you know if he continues to elevate and grow he's going to have a really special season so it's it's going to be fun to watch everybody checking in here from michael willoughby caleros beat calgary twice saskatchewan and hamilton as starter for winnipeg oh i know nelson hackowich our vp of sim events says he started the last game of the season the semi-final final in great cup we that's what I'm saying. But for $1 million, I would have said he started more games than four. 30 might be a bit of a stretch. but Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of, okay, 30. they play 18 games a season. And I'm like, okay, but he probably didn't play every game. But a couple of seasons would be, you know, yeah. a lot of games. Dylan Spicer watching out in Nova Scotia. He says, Montreal in six for me. Price is locked in, but Tampa Bay's good. Oh, it's going to be a hell of a series. An absolutely amazing series. Chris Bird in Toronto says, hearing rumors that Dane Evans could be on the move. Oh, are we going to d- jump into that pool now of the, the gossip? Yeah. Why the hell not? It's always fun. Why not? I don't know. 
The Twitter account CFL News picked up my column, my weekend column, where I said the COVID restrictions being placed on the CFL are ridiculously excessive, and Dane Evans liked that, along with a host of CFL players. It feels ridiculous to me, which is actually a great um, segue into point four. How do you feel about CFL player isolation? Because from what we understand, the more and more we hear, players, uh, some staff are going to be housebound for six months. I guess if you're not fully vaccinated, that's what it is, isn't it? Or even if you are. No, no, if you are. And in the NFL, there's different rules for people, players who are vaccinated versus non-vaccinated. And, you know, we've seen Cole Beasley come out and be like, hey, he's very anti-vaccination, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And he's been really public about it. He's going to live it by a different set of rules than the players who are vaccinated. In the CFL, they're all clumped together. But now you've got players... Like Vernon Adams, I believe Vernon Adams came out and said it, but there was others that um, they want different rules. So for those that have gotten both vaccinations, that are promoting vaccinations, they want to be able to have a little more freedom, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Uh, Well, everybody's got an opinion. That's right. Similar to belly buttons, right? And a lot stink. So I I guess I got a call yesterday, and it was a guy we were just talking about people being housebound for six months. And the guy said on the other end of the line to me, but I guess the fans don't care. I'm like, I don't think they care. So it's our, is it worth it? You know, those junior hockey players that were in the bubble here and staff, when they came out of it, the games that we called on television, they were like, we're, we're not doing this again. If we have to play in a bubble in the spring or in the fall, we're not playing. So for the CFL, how badly do they want to play? How, what's the risk reward? Is it worth it for the money? I don't know. Anyways, this quick six show topics here, as you know, are the six uh, topics of importance to me. Maybe not in the world, but to me. In order of appearance. And it's brought to you by Ecole Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecole Electric, let's get to work. Right after coffee. I had two last points, Darren, which will blow your socks off because they're not what you'd think. Okay. Number five, the Canadian Elite Basketball League tipped off this weekend. Were you paying attention? I was. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, boom. It's like stepping across the freeway. Zing. Away we go because the Saskatchewan Rattlers lost at Fraser Valley on Saturday afternoon late. I watched that one on CBC Gem. Wasn't a bad game. They're going to want tighter games moving forward. The whole league, I think. Yeah. From what we've seen. I, but they're home tonight. They're home tonight. Saskatoon. Okay. I'm just saying it's yeah. not one game a week type thing. Moving like, quick. Right. Moving That's quick. what I'm saying. And there will be more on this coming up in the sports update. But we're covering the CEBL. And people say to us across this country, how come you're the only TV channel that covers the CBL? Well, we're not the only one because CBC does too. But I get what you're saying. But I enjoy the basketball. It's very entertaining. These guys deserve the coverage. And so they're playing tonight in Saskatoon. No fans, Darren. Did you know that? Were you what? Yeah. You must know that. Yeah. But then July 12th, they're saying they're welcoming fans into SaskTel Center. So they're rolling. I'm just trying to tell you that they're rolling. And then point six is the Canadian Premier League tipped off. Or what? Kicks off? I don't know. What do they call it? Kicked off? Yeah. Kicked off. In Winnipeg last night with a doubleheader in a bubble. And what's cool, I didn't see any video of this, but I read it online this morning, the fans that couldn't get in, because they can't get in, they stood outside the stadium with their flags and, (laughs) which is kind of neat. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, for Winnipeg Valor uh, Football Club, FC. So, oh, and I didn't put it in my quick six, but Denmark mopped 
the floor with Wales in Euro 2020 on the weekend. <laughs> like it was an it was an ass kicking, a shabakling. Is it four or five nothing? Four nothing. Yeah. I That's saw like that. 79 to nothing in hockey. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, it is. Yeah. It's, it really is. I mean, I saw that. I'm like, whoa, is Denmark this soccer powerhouse that I didn't know about? Absolutely we are. Clearly. I'm into it now because I got a team, my country. Uh, by the way, the rock star of the day on Friday was split. It was a tie. Wally Buono and Jake Plummer. What a fantastic football Friday that was couple days ago Jake Plummer Wally Buono finished in a tie so they'll both be getting t-shirts or hats their choice from the Rod Peterson show and again as we go off the air on this Monday morning or afternoon wherever you're sitting as we go to break we are going to Montreal Game Plus TV sending us to Montreal for live shows Thursday Friday in advance of game three of the Stanley Cup final Montreal Tampa and when we come back Stanley Cup champion Brent Sopel of the Chicago Blackhawks will join us to talk about it You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is. It's a really big day here in the RP Show. Uh, We announced that we are going to Montreal, broadcasting live Thursday, Friday from downtown Montreal in advance of Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. On the Prairie Mobile text line, Kevin writes in from KSJ Sports. He says, hey, Rod, nobody deserves that opportunity to broadcast from the Stanley Cup Final more than you and your crew. So happy for you guys. Signed, Cats fan Kevin. He's the guy that lined it all up. And a huge thank you to Game Plus. It's going to be great shows from downtown Montreal with greats from the Blue Blank Rouge. And before we bring in Brent Sobel, the Stanley Cup champion and the veteran of 659 NHL games. Moose, why don't you say it with the shirt? Come on. Okay, Show okay. your pride. Show up. your pride, Canada. We've got the shirts. They're available. Right now. Don't worry about the grammar. It's more about having fun in the it's play. It's fine. The play on words. We the North. We the North. So they're available. RodPetersonShop.com. And I just, I, I couldn't believe there was no trademark on this. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I looked it up. No trademark. Well, maybe you should trademark it. So, I put it yeah, we sold out of the Vegas shirts. Now we're uh, on the Montreal bandwagon. So, actually, somebody wrote in here and said, does anybody cheering for Tampa Bay? Maybe Brent Sopel is. Let's bring him in from Clearwater, Florida. We, we just butted him up here. The Saskatoon kid, Stanley Cup champion. How are you doing, Soaps? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Well, you played in Montreal. You're alum for Montreal. Who are you? Do you have a rooting interest in this series that begins tonight? Yeah, you know, and it's definitely rooting for Tampa Bay, so I'll just throw that out early. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Brent, actually, you know, I, it's 20 minutes down the race, 20 minutes away from my house, but um, you know, there's a couple guys I knew, you know, obviously Luke Shen for the you know, Saskatchewan boy, but uh, Andrew Vasilevsky was my goalie back in Russia uh, when I played in the KHL, so, you know, he taught me some Russian, I taught him some English, so, you know, I want to see <clears throat> my guys do well. No, you know, Canadian fans, you can be pissed off me all you want, but uh, I'm rooting for my boys. <laughs> of course, it wouldn't be you if you weren't honest. Um, so you're cheering for Tampa, but what do you think is going to happen in this series? Because I've said Montreal in six. Ooh, that's interesting. 
um, you know, obviously everybody's counting out Montreal uh, every series up to this point in time. But, you know, there's a reason why you play, you know, you play the games. And uh, the injury situation is what's going to be key to this. Uh, you know, all the stars got aligned perfectly to win the Stanley Cup. And uh, injuries is one of them. You know, how healthy is Kucherov? Obviously, game seven, he wasn't uh, he wasn't very good. Um, that's a key component on that power play. You take him off, they're definitely not as lethal as they are. You know, I think they're running at 39%. Um, so, I, you know, that's a big component right now uh, is, uh, is Tampa. Wow, interesting that you say that. And you know what? We'll break down this series a little more in a minute, but... I think so much of your time with Chicago and the photos of you lifting the cup were iconic. And that was so special, Soaps, as you know, because 2010, the drought had stretched back to 1961. Dare I say, sorry to Blackhawks fans, that's more special than the two that followed after that. What was it li- yeah, what was it like being part of that? Well, you know, obviously there's, you know, I've won the stand a couple million times on the outdoor ranks, so to, <laughs> to be one of the kids that, you know, actually takes that and has that, uh, uh to say that is my name is on there. It's you know it's pretty special. There's a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame that that never got to want it, and uh, but I'm able to do a lot of things with my foundation because of it. But uh, um, the other two Stanley Cup didn't matter. 2010 was the most important one. <laughs> yeah, well, and I remember because there were guys from here. Eddie Litzenberger was on that last team in 1961. I don't know if you got to know those guys being around Chicago. I'm, I'm sure. You, well, Eddie's in a was in a seniors home at the time, but. The stories were wild. That drought, Bobby Hall, Stan Makita, you guys joined that lore. So what was it like breaking the curse? Well, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy, obviously, 49 years. The city was, uh, uh, was going crazy. I had so many people that, you know, say to me, I never thought I'd ever see this in my lifetime. So, um, you know, to, to be able to see a grown man crying um, or, you know, uh, a lot of older men with their parents or dads and, you know, so when you see those kind of smiles on your face, um, that's what it's all about. You know, the whole city just erupted. I think what they say, two or three million people were there for the parade. So um, pretty special that I could say as a part of that team. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at your hockey DB here. After that, they just blew up the team. Maybe Stan Bowman was ahead of his time, right? You went to Atlanta. I guess I think Buff went to Atlanta. At that time, what was it like? Brower left, I think. What was it like to win and then... Psh- Get out of Dodge. Well, obviously, you win a Stanley Cup, you don't want to go anywhere. You, you know, um, and the team that we had uh, was, it was unbelievable. But, uh, you know, Stan went and did some, de- some decent contracts and they went some extensions and they had to, I think there was 10 of us that ended up leaving. So uh, I think it won the Stanley Cup. Two weeks later, 10 of us got traded. So um, it is what it is. You know, it's a business. They don't care about you. Um, you know, it's uh, how you're going to make the money and how you, you know, get those teams better and, uh, I, I was at the back end of my career, so off to Atlanta, Montreal, then off to Russia. You know, and, and by the way, if you don't mind, some viewers have questions for you, Soaps. For instance, John in Winnipeg, John Ohm. Ohm. Brent, what was it like to play in the <laughs> KHL? Any crazy stories, my dude? Uh, how much time do you have? But, you know, you know what <laughs> it was? Uh, uh, you know, I, I loved it. They treated me well, but... It, you know, I could say I was in out of 10 countries, a lot Eastern Europe, Russia, Sweden, Switzerland, Kazakhstan, places I would have never went. So uh, it continued my career. Um, it allowed me to get to 1,000 games, but to be able to tour, you know, across all those countries and places I never would have been. And like I said, it was uh, learning new cultures, um, spent a lot of time in, you know, trying to figure out these languages and airports, but uh, I loved it. I was just going to say, it sounds like you 
loved it. But you know, in the hockey world, it kind of gets a bad rap, right? Is that is that on before you went? I mean, I mean, playing hockey, yeah. at the KHL, and Russia. Why why did it have a bad rap? And you pre pre KHL. Uh, now it's called the Continental Hockey League. Is now it's got a salary cap. It's uh, you know, Russia's got a lot of money, so um, guys are paid by uh, brown paper bags. But it's the <laughs> second best league by far in the world. Um, you know, there's guys I you know chase Panera around for. For days and hours trying to catch him, I could never catch him. And Tarasenko and Kovalchuk, so you have some amazing players that are that are over there. But they start to run it like the NHL um, with a lot of the same rules and salary caps. So uh, it's allowing them to mid transition uh, into the NHL players for uh, you know some of the younger Russians. I was just gonna say that. Is that why these guys want to come to America? Is simply the money? That's that's the biggest difference. No, you know, it's um, actually the Russians make more money staying in Russia, you know, so um, it's to come and play in the best league in the world. Uh, they're obviously hockey's, you know, the biggest sport in Russia. And when those guys come over here, they, they want to play in the NHL. They want to be the best. And um, that's why it's definitely not the money situation with the tax brackets. And in a lot of the a lot of the teams, a lot of states, uh, they don't have that kind of stuff in Russia. Right, right, right. So back to this series that begins tonight. Tampa Bay, Montreal. Let's just examine some fun things here, Soaps. You're going to have 3,500 in Montreal. At least it seems that way. But a sell, sold-out barn in Tampa. Is that a factor, do you think? You know, it's first off, it's sad. Yeah. You know, um, Stanley Cup Finals, like, just just open the doors. Like, you, you may not have it again. And then, you know, maybe, when was the last time you had a game there? Like, you just, uh, it's so it's sad. Is it a factor? Absolutely. Um you know, Tampa has only been playing within, you know, full full house. Uh, here in Florida, we've been open. So um, it's been a different story for us. So going back into Montreal for game three and four, um, not hearing anything, um, it's definitely going to be a big change. Goaltending. You said Vasilevsky was your goaltender in Russia. We all know, well, yeah. I guess Carey Price was your goalie in Montreal for those 12 games. He must have been, right? So you played with both guys. Would you give the edge to either one? Uh, yeah, definitely Vasilevsky. Um, you know, Carey Price is, you know, it's a 1A, 1B. They're both, they're probably the top two best goaltenders in the world. And uh, um, obviously, I'll go with a little bit of youth uh, with Vasilevsky, a little bit longer legs. Uh, but yeah, again, Carey Price has uh, been on top of the game. The only reason Montreal Canadiens are on the map the last, you know, 10 years is because of him. And um, obviously, I think he has a safe percentage at 950 right now uh, on the PK. So he's been lights out. You know, I, I'm going to just call that one a wash. It's too close to, to flip um, between those two guys. It really is. And I'm a Golden Knights fan, Brent, but the flower made that huh. gaff. Fire your yeah. GM. Terrible GM. <laughs> Stop it. But they will not make, they will not make, Vasilevsky or Price won't make a gaff like the flower did at the end of game three. And I love the flower. They just won't. But you were a rugged Stanley Cup winning defenseman. Montreal's been doing this with 4D for the most part to get this far. Far can they do that against Tampa Bay? Yeah, you know what? Uh, they, you know they, they've got this point right. You know, take a look at teams that they've gone through. Um, Tampa's going to show them something that, that different that they haven't seen before. Great point with his speed, uh, with the skill set um, again. But it's going to be the health. If if Kucherov isn't uh, on the top of his game, it changes completely. So. Uh, it's tough to ride four D men the way they are, but this is the best time, so I don't see uh, any reason why not.
Well, it's going to be a fantastic series either way. But let the record show. Brent Sopel says Tampa Bay will win. And how many games did you say? I was six. Six games? Okay. And I got Montreal in six. Hey, just just some fun things before we let you go. How are things in the world of Brent Sopel? Are you obviously not coming home anytime soon? We still got a quarantine here going on. But how's the family (laughs) and, and what's up? What's up in your world? Yeah, no, everything's great. You know, it's uh, you know, been plus 30 and, you know, shoveling sunshine for six, seven months here. So um, can't complain. Uh, work on the business foundation. Uh, so I got no complaints. Everything's really good. Good to hear, buddy. Well, it's always good to chat with you. I appreciate the visit. Enjoy the hockey and keep in touch, Brent. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Our good friend Brent Sopel joining us from Clearwater, Florida, the former Saskatoon Blade and Swift Current Bronco. Darren, you wouldn't remember when he got traded. No, Saskatoon not for that. That no. was a big day. That was a blockbuster when Sopel went, and Ian Gordon and all these guys. I believe it. Uh, anyway, Saskatoon kid and just, just an all-world human being. Brent Sopel joining us, and he's got – should we start writing this down? He's got Tampa Bay in we did, six. We did it for the Super Bowl. Might as well, right? Oh, yeah. All week long, let's do it. Let's do it. Or all day long because – starts tonight. <laughs> it starts tonight. Yeah, Montreal in six for RP – BS, Tampa and six, <laughs> Brent Sopel. Randorf's going to have Tampa. DD, you have Montreal and seven. seven. Yeah. Clark, what are you saying? Uh, Tampa Bay and six. Clark is trying to figure out who he's cheering for. He was cheering for Montreal against Vegas, but now you hate M- Montreal, right? Yeah. So well, I got him a shirt and everything. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you got him a shirt. Yeah, one of these. Yeah. Okay. We will come back with a sports update. Some of these questions came in a little too late, and I apologize to the viewers. You didn't get in in time to, to fire your questions at Brent Sopel. We'll, we'll do it next time. Uh, again, the news of the day pertains to this show. We're going to Montreal for games three and four, the Stanley Cup final. Live shows Thursday, Friday here on Game Plus TV Network. And, of course, you can always catch it on YouTube and Facebook Live daily and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Monday morning continues. Afternoon for those in the eastern part of the world. Uh, checking the Prairie Mobile text line before I get into a sports update here. I guess I shouldn't say good afternoon or good morning, Darren, because all these texts are from eastern part of the continent. Yeah, say good afternoon. Oh, yeah. Say good afternoon. From Ray in the six. Hi, Rod. So glad that you and the crew are getting the road trip we all desire. Hit the Barbie barn. Go Habs, signed Ray. And he's watching in the Kitchener area of Southern Ontario. So the first time I heard about the Barbie barn. I don't know what that is. Sounds And I've been twice. You've been there? To Montreal. No, no, to Montreal. (laughs) I thought it was a gentleman's club. Okay. Think about it. The Barbie barn. It's full of Barbies. Yeah. No. It's a barbecue joint. It's that was amazing. My, that was my first thought. And it's, uh, it's like dedicated to the Habs. I think there's some Alouette stuff in there too, but our good friend, Doug Wickenheiser, number one overall pick from the Canadians. There's a signed photo of Doug Wick, of Wick on the wall. 
You want to hit up the Barbie barn? Yeah. You know, different places that we're going to go, right? I mean, probably rent a car so we can do all these things. But, like, the ba- got to go for bagels, smoked meat. Those are obviously check marks, easy. Um, somebody suggested to me, and I couldn't believe it, um, find, the, uh, find the Johnny Manziel Club. You know, with the cell phone. We can't afford to get in there. And that's my thought. I'm like, that's probably the last place we're going. Do people know about that? Somebody suggested it to me. I thought we just knew. I got a DM. Urban legend is that Johnny Manziel had a bar in Montreal that he went to that cell phones and cameras aren't allowed, and that was his thing. Urban legend, okay? Pretty sure I know what I'm talking about. But (laughs) Um, Amanda Ruler writes in, you know, the overall badass? Oh, yeah. And she says, hey, team. Amanda, thanks for sending us uh, your video of the weekend for our Great Western Beer photo album, Great Western Lager. Uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says, will you visit the namesake for your first show? If I remember the story right, that's where that came from. Yeah, we can say it. The Sports Cage, the show that I started, made it great, comes from the sports bar chain. The most popular ones in the Bell Center, but the Cajo Sports, Sports Cage. That's that? where I got the name from. Okay? You, you, Nothing's original in this world. You're going to want to be following us on Instagram, oh, Twitter, yeah. you know, you name it. And personally, too, because all of our social stories will be there. Where we're staying is right next to the Bell Center. And right next to where all those 25,000. We'll probably watch that from a distance. You're not going to see me behind the wheel of the cop car getting flipped yeah. or anything like that. But The Chateau Champlain. That's the one. Uh, Craig Campbell writing in, and who knows where Craig's at? He's probably at home from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Saw you, Craig. Great job the other night presenting the trophy to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Great job, Craig. Did you see him in the tunnel bringing it out? Oh, yeah. uh, he says, you can't go wrong with the Barbie barn. Schwartz's deli, too. I don't know. Call me crazy. We're going to work. thought we were going to work. Do you call this work? I'm, no, that's a good point. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good point. point. But my man, Bobby Marier, just so you know, he's got our weekend mapped out. He's uh, taken upon himself to, to book guests for us for the live shows Thursday, Friday from Montreal. And then he wants to take us to Joe Beef. So can you pick a night to go to Joe Beef with us? Oh, my. Really? Yeah. So it's funny. I used to watch this show. And Anthony Bourdain did a show, toured around, and he did one yeah. for Montreal. And Joe Beef was actually one of the spots on Anthony Bourdain's list of places to go. How about that? And the two times I've been there, I've never actually made it to Joe Beef. How about so that? So <laughs> it's funny you brought that up. I'm really excited to check it out. So uh, that'll be on my hit list. I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm getting more excited. Well, and I want to go to the cutest Cheval. If I can, I can I pick somewhere. You put a list. I'll put a list. We'll do the whole thing because it's all got to hit the social. The okay? cutest Cheval. French for the horse's tail, one of the greatest uh, steakhouses I've ever been in. This is gonna, we're gonna have to like strategically plan this schedule like we're, you know. Yeah. Navy Live shows ops. Thursday, Friday. Yes, we're excited. Thank you, Game Plus, for coming up with the idea. So, the sports update that I promised Chris Middleton led the Milwaukee Bucks to a 113 102 victory over the Atlanta Hawks for a 2 1 lead in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Middleton tied his playoff career high with 38 points. He scored 20 in the fourth quarter alone. Trey Young had 35 points for Atlanta, but injured his ankle after stepping on an official's foot in the third quarter. Trey Young's supposed to have an MRI today. If somebody hears the results of the MRI for Trey Young, can you let us know? I'm sure he'll be fine. Here's one, Moose. The Portland Trailblazers have hired Chauncey Billups as their new head coach. He's a five-time All-Star, played 17 years in the NBA. 
served as an assistant with the Clippers for the past season. Big uproar today on Billups being hired because he there's a domestic abuse charge in his past, actually a rape allegation, I think from 1997. And then Jason Kidd's got hired by the Mavericks. He's got a past. Big debate on ESPN this morning whether those guys should be hired at all. And I don't know that they came to any kind of a conclusion or not, but I guess the point is what how long are people supposed to pay? You know? Yeah. I know. Kind of a societal thing. I'm not asking no, for an answer. Is, that's uh, the idea of, you know, paying yeah. your due. Pay the fine. Pay your, serve your time. You're right. Uh, 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 uh. Have they changed, right? That's the big question. We are sprinkling in comments from the viewers as we go. Um, Andrew Stute regarding the Cuda Cheval. He says, that is a great steakhouse. <laughs> Real good. I got the big tomahawk steak. You seen those? Mothers? Oh, yeah. It's like the old 96er in the movie Great Outdoors. We'll take, like if you eat it all, you get a t-shirt. We'll take you on the... Have you ever done the Bixie bikes in Montreal? No. That'll be your tour de rod. You're biking so we can eat those steaks at night. Uh, 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 uh. Wayne Grolo says, so are you guys getting tickets to the Bell Center for the game? I don't know. We might get a media accreditation. I'm not sure. I don't care. I'll watch the game on television. That. You are kind of planning to go to the game. That's a, no, that's a hard no. We're Ticket, not going to the Tickets game. are six grand a pop, so that's a hard no. Unless, it's only I, money, Darren. And I'm pretty sure, although well, that's what I said, I'm like, hey, you only live once, and uh, I don't think there's media in the building. It's all Zoom, right? And unless they open the, the arena to everybody, like, and they fill the arena, um, we probably won't be going to the game. Jeff, the Stampeders fan, says, can you pick up something for me from my cousin Mark? That's a hard no. <laughs> How about that? If you, what do hey, we look like, FedEx? You buy us tickets to the game, we'll do whatever you yeah, want. Exa- yeah, that's true. It's only money, Darren. They're making more of it. Alex Campbell dazzled in his debut for the Fraser Valley Bandits, tallying 25 points on 57% shooting to lead his new team to a 92-74 win over the Saskatchewan Rattlers on Monday in CEBL action at the Abbotsford Center. Alex Campbell, a former Rattler, was instrumental in Saskatchewan's title run in 2019, winning the NBA and CEBL Finals MVP. You were there. Where the hell was I? That I couldn't make I it. Was I was courtside doing, doing the broadcast. Yeah, but where was I? I don't remember. He didn't make it. No, but I had something going on. Anyways, on Saturday night, he came off the bench for the Bandits and made an immediate impact alongside another former Rattler in Shaquille Keith. The two led the charge, erasing a nine-point deficit in the second quarter. Never looked back. The Bandits outscored uh, their bench, outscored the Rattlers 43-16. A Shaquille Keith is a load. Oh, Remember him? Yeah, he's a Shaq stud. Keith is, he just, is something. He's a stud. Oh, yeah. Big fan. The Saskatchewan Rattlers will look for their first win when they host the Hamilton Honey Badgers tonight. 8.30 p.m. Eastern at Sastel Center. You can watch on CBC Gem. I know I will be. And Twitch. Rattlers fans can return to the Sastel Center on July 12th when Saskatchewan hosts the reigning CEBL champion Edmonton Stingers. Fraser Valley, by the way, will continue their season at home against the Niagara River Lions Tuesday night. Uh, the Canadians take on the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. As if, as if you don't know, Montreal was the last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup in 93. They're looking for their 25th Cup. Can you believe that? This sports update for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. 
viewer takeover next. Get your comments in now because next hour we got Dave Randorf and uh, Courtney Steven, the recently retired, retired Ticat. So it's going to be busy. You're watching the RP Show on this Monday on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. Viewer takeover time on this Monday. Moose is with me, and I see that a lot of people want to talk about the old Canadian Football League, and I'm certainly down with that. There was some breaking news from the CFL today. I haven't opened my emails yet. I haven't really looked at Twitter, but I, I think the Argos have signed Ricky Collins Jr., and is that what I'm hearing? Yep. And Dexter McCoyle, two former Eskimos. And so, I, let me call up these comments here from everybody. And I see the fans bickering back and forth, which I think is actually awesome. It is awesome. Ricky Collins retired, though, didn't he? Remember yes. that? He got released by Edmonton, became a free agent, and then he retired. And now he's coming out of retirement. Toronto wants to sign him. From Nelson. He says, opening day CFL training camp poll question, who will be the most surprising cut from the Argos? With them adding Ricky Collins Jr. and Dexter McCoyle, there is too much talent and not enough spots. Forget about money. Jeff, the Stampeders fan, says, what the Argos are doing is past the point of ridiculous. Chris Bird in Toronto. Argos fan says, wouldn't be ridiculous if the Stampeders were doing it, I'll bet. How about that? How about that? I, mean, I could sit here and read your comments all day, but it is our show. So sometimes I wonder, Darren, if this thing's on. <laughs> John Murphy, the Argos assistant general manager, New Orleans guy, great friend of mine. Man, he saw how Huff does things. I think he was there for eight years in Calgary. He saw how Chris Jones does things. And I think he likes the way Chris Jones does things. <laughs> I know. So that's literally buy everybody with credit card money. And then you return it to the, to the returns department. Coming out of training camp. What the hell? The interest hasn't even hit your card yet. <laughs> who, who doesn't buy something for a one-time use and return it? Exactly. I'm going camping one weekend of my entire life. Just buy the stuff, return it on Monday. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing in Toronto. That's my, and listen, you don't want to take my word for it for whatever reason. So take Naylor's word when he came on here. He, he said the exact same thing. So all these players sign in Toronto because they don't think they'll be the one that gets cut coming out of training camp, right? They all have so much confidence in themselves. Oh, they'll never cut me. That's right. And then they get cut. Bet on yourself. Well, but. history does repeat itself, and some of these guys will be right, some of them will be wrong. But coming out of what year was it? You guys will have to help me with this. 2017, Riders signed everybody. And who did they cut coming out of training camp? Oh, I don't know. Rob Bag, Bakari Grant, Chad Owens, Travis Bond, who was one of the biggest free agent offensive linemen going into free agency the Riders signed. He didn't even make it to training camp. They cut him ahead of time. I fully believe this is what the Toronto Argonauts are doing. And they haven't told me that. 
But doesn't it look that way? Does it not? It does. It, it does. You know, but if there's a year to do it, this is the year to do it. Because you really are coming to camp with no clue. Like Ryan Dinwiddie, I mean, you're doing your homework as much as you can, but you really have no idea what you're going to get. So you bring these guys to camp, and you don't know who's in shape, who's not, who's mind is there whose mind isn't because we've talked to players like they are flipping their entire lives upside down to make this happen getting everything done going to quarantine not bringing family in all these things that they're trying to get sorted some guys will be checked out when they come to camp oh yeah so you got to figure out who's checked in who's checked out who's in shape who's not what combination so you know you you come with the expectation that there's certain percentage of them aren't are going to get cut i think toronto's just you know it's an insurance policy uh, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, Nelson says the Argos are the CFL's version of Costco shoppers. <laughs> Return at any time. Hey, Murph, do you have the, where is it? You got the Costco card in there? Yeah, I, I, have, the, I have the special one. Is it gold? Uh, it is the executive member. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. That Murph must have this. For 60 extra dollars, you get, I think, four cents per dollar back. And the lady that sold it said to me, she says, oh, no, 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 no. This is the best buy. So clearly, Murph is a Costco member. He's doing a lot of Costco, Costco shopping. Returns, very easy uh, returns there. Very. Right? Oh, yeah. They don't even ask. They don't ask any questions. Not, not at all. We'll take it. Here's your money back. <laughs> You, you didn't like Ricky Collins? This box feels ah. empty. This, this box feels empty. Realized I couldn't afford him. Yeah. Are you, you didn't like Charleston Hughes? Was he, was, was he defective? No, he's fine. He's fine? <laughs> Just couldn't afford him. Just didn't need him. Turns out I had another. <laughs> that, that's a good one. Uh, from Jim Perry, our sales manager in Calgary. Nice. This is news to me. Hashtag Le RP Show. We're going to Montreal Thursday, Friday. Live shows before Game 3 of the Stanley Cup. Next hour, Courtney, Stephen, and Dave Randorf. Stick around at Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.